welcome to another episode of The World of Yvonne Mars. Today, I think I should talk about my writing. Although I do suspect this will take up more than one episode. I say that because my first book was published in May 2009. As I was an only child, I was quite a bookworm. If I wasn't at judo or out at training, I could usually be found with my head in a book. I just loved the escapism of getting into another world through a book. My favourite authors were Colin Dexter of the Inspector Morse series and Terry Pratchett, the marvel of science fiction. The subject of science fiction is one that can be treated by any author in any way they please. Probably one of the reasons why it is the hardest genre to write, at least in my opinion. Of course, having said that, I do intend that one of my 50 books that I intend to write will be a science fiction novel. As well as having a background of reading and absolutely loving science fiction, I also have the pleasure of working with a modern day science fiction writer. Of course, having said that, I do intend that one of my 50 books that I intend to write will be a science fiction novel. As well as having a background of reading and absolutely loving science fiction, I also have the pleasure of working with a modern day science fiction writer.
I am honoured not only to work with this man, but I am also trusted with the editing process for his books. Stephen E. J. Tomparovsky is the man I am talking about. It is a funny story, actually. Steve and I met through his eBay shop in around 2015. Whilst I was searching for some chess encyclopedia books to send to my father, I came across the listing of the exact books I wanted in Steve's eBay store. We communicated regularly about how to send the books, what sort of price it was for, because it was a little more complicated than normal, as the books were coming from a very long way away. The problem with transportation of the books wasn't simply because my father was at home in Inverness, and I moved to the London area, but that Steve lives in Connecticut in the US. Fortunately, Steve was very well versed in international packaging and the books arrived safely with my father. Little did we know from that one transaction would blossom such a great friendship and a working relationship. Steve was more into music than writing, although he did admit to having one particular story he had written a few years before but hadn't done much with. When I learnt this, I asked him to send me a sample of his work. This was a fair swap, after all. I had sent him some samples of my work, and he had bought some Kindle versions of my books that he was interested in. I don't think he was expecting me to be so enthusiastic about his work. I asked him if he was ever thinking, maybe somewhere in the background, about whether he would want to publish his book or not. The thought hadn't really occurred to him. Nobody had read his work before, so he wasn't sure if indeed anybody would be interested. However, the more I read, the more I was enthused. 
learning about me and my work and my quest for a publisher which never came to fruition however I became my own publisher through Amazon Steve decided this was a route he too could take to get his work into the public although my first book published in 2009 by the time Steve's first book came out this was 2017 I was by now not only finished the first of my fictional series the when the saxman plays series but I was also working on my second fictional series the football crazy series and others the saying goes that everybody has a book in them not everybody has the experience the knowledge or even somebody like me pushing them to produce that book Sean was there to promote his charity cycling challenge I say challenge because it wasn't an event as such his journey and what happened during his challenge made really good reading because we had met and he knew I was a writer and I had published my own books he and I worked together to create his first book about his first adventure little did we know this was not going to end here Sean became rather addicted to his adventuring lifestyle like just about everybody else I started writing while also working full-time this is probably where the phrase burning the candle at both ends comes from it had been my dream to become a published author my first series when the saxman plays was inspired by the win of Leona Lewis at the X Factor of that particular year it was the idea that a normal person in a normal job could suddenly raise to stardom but to write about this would have to be engaging it would have to be exciting it would have to be fresh to use a singer was probably overdone I needed to have a central character who played an instrument who maybe featured in another way maybe was part of a band instead of just a singer it was only when my now husband introduced me 
to saxophone music, specifically Dave Coz, that I fell in love with saxophone music. Talent shows themselves generally have a proven popularity with their audience. So I decided I would have a saxophone player in a talent contest, but still it had to have a twist. Now I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody. But this was something that did indeed prove popular. And I found, as I got to what should have been the end of the story, there was a lot more mileage in it. Therefore, my first book became two books, which I then decided would be a trilogy. At the time, I then began to work on my second series, entitled Football Crazy. It was 2010 and a World Cup year that I decided a football book might also be popular. I was beginning to dabble in the world of ebooks, not just paperbacks, and decided that the first football crazy book that I had written I would test the water with. You can imagine, I'm sure, my utter delight when the football crazy book outsold the other two Saxman books. This was around the time that ebooks were starting to really increase in popularity. Unfortunately, the original platform I had used for my first forays into ebooks no longer existed. And after some trials and tribulations, I would say, I eventually went to Amazon Kindle. This was a very smart move on my part. In the last few years, I have become an international selling author. My books have sold in Brazil, Japan, India, Italy, and of course, Canada, America, and the UK. Despite the world of ebooks taking over paperback sales and the very sad demise of bookstores, I still, maybe old fashionedly, think that paperback books are the way to go. There is nothing more satisfying than finishing a really good book you have enjoyed and closing over the last page. After years of concentrating on producing my work through ebook only format, I was excited to see that 
Kindle now give their authors an option to create paperback versions of their work. Just as I had found when I took over publishing my own books way back in 2011, I still had to do the formatting of the manuscript, editing of the manuscript, producing ebook covers and paperback covers, the synopsis at the back of every book, and information about what sort of audience your book was targeted at. So a lot of the work associated with producing a paperback version of any of my books, I already had done and I luckily already knew how to do. It was only the quality of the paperbacks that were produced was the problem that I had. Fortunately, Amazon have thought about this. They have obviously done a lot of research into it. They may have chosen different publishers and printing companies to get their information from, but I'm pleased to say their books on the print-on-demand service that authors like I use are exceptional quality. It took me years to find a printing company to do work anything as good as what comes from Amazon. So I was very, very pleased to say the least. After four months of creating paperbacks from my ebooks, Please do bear in mind that I have 37 ebooks at the moment, although three of them are omnibus editions of my three main series, which couldn't convert to paperbacks because they had far too many pages. I am now proud to say that I am out in paperback and ebooks. I use that phrase, I am out, because authors do tend to call their books as their babies. When I have been asked before which character in any particular book I am, I have always replied, there is a little piece of me in all of my characters. And that is because I want them to be as real as possible. I believe this is why certain readers like certain books. That is probably a natural stopping point for this episode. Do let me know if you are liking what you are hearing and please subscribe to my channels.